like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. I like going to the tula. I love her. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Ida Rodriguez. I'm, I'm trying not to say it's your girl, Ida Rodriguez, because I feel like it's cliche. And everybody says they're your girl, but are they really your girl? What's up? How is everybody doing today on this beautiful Monday? We are live from Hollywood, California, waiting on the Puerto Ricans who were supposed to be here at 445. They're both late, so I'm calling them out. Louis from the hood, Luis Guzman, and Alan Maldonado. Do not use work as an excuse to be late. This is work too, bitch. All right. Um, we're going to get started. Uh, we're going to talk about our celebrity news. You know, I always get the corny shit out of the way first. And... Um, we know how I feel about celebrity culture. I despise it and don't want to be a part of it. I just want to be really good at what I do. And we're going to talk about uh, this theory, this Kanye West prestige theory. Um, Adrian is in the house. Hello, hello. Adrian Williams. Uh, Adrian, what's your handle on social media? At Adrian MW. At Adrian MW. She got uh, curly hair. And uh, some of y'all send me messages asking me about her when she's in my pictures. I like that girl with the curly hair. So she's on She's on the mic today. Um, I'm going to start putting people on blast that are on my social media. But we're talking about Kanye West. Kanye West um, has been uh, displaying some different type of behavior. I'm not going to judge it. I'm just going to say it's different. And um, there is a theory called the Kanye West prestige theory that he is emulating an experiment. Um, he's doing performance art a la Andy Kaufman which is why he is embracing Donald Trump um, as a social experiment to try to seek some common ground and solution with people that are declared the enemy. And all of this is just a social experiment. It's being documented on Twitter. I tweeted it. If you go to my Twitter page, you got to follow me first, at Funny Ida, A-I-D-A. I tweeted the whole theory, and then you can take a look at it and tell me what you think. Um, what about you, um, Adrian? Do you think Kanye is conducting a social experiment? I don't know what Kanye is doing. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, you know, I feel like after his, you know, I guess rant, if you want to call it, or his comments um, at TMZ, I think that people in in this day and age with social media and, you know, things get shortened. You mm -hmm. get snippets of things, and then people just take it and they run with it without looking at the at the full picture. So, you know, I don't really have the answer to what he's doing, but I do think that people need to take a step back and look at everything. You know, if that's something that came out of his, I think, out of his interview with Charlemagne the God, listen to the whole thing and then form an opinion as opposed to just taking this, you know, whatever it was, 20 seconds and just vilifying him for it. Yeah, you know, my, my greater, I guess my thought on the whole matter is why does Kanye West have to be a leader of black people? Why is it that people of color always uh, appoint leadership to people because they're popular? Nobody else does that. Lucy Liu is not the leader of Asians. And if she could say whatever she wants about Donald Trump, and they will eat her alive on Twitter, but they there's no responsibility to Lucy Liu to lead Asian people, but only with people of color. It's like we we automatically... We don't rebuke when they self-appoint themselves to be our leaders. I don't give a shit what Kanye West thinks. Kanye West does not make consistently good decisions. This is true. He's a talented artist, but why would I take my voting card to the polls 
based on anything that Kanye was. He's so disconnected from the everyday experience. People who go to work every day, people that work at towel mills, people who work at GM, Kanye West is so disconnected from their experience. He's not a collective thinker. So why would you allow him to be leadership for you? Like he, he's not even in a tax bracket that can relate to you. He is flying around with the Kardashians, tweeting houses and Teslas that most people will never have an opportunity to have. Right. He's not relatable. So why is he the face of the voice of many? Yeah, him, none of them. I just, and I don't think just because someone is popular that they are political or they're in their in the right of speaking on behalf of us all only people of color are the ones who are assumed generally you know if someone black commits a crime look at them look what they're doing white people don't have that burden and it goes it, it goes it extends into this but I don't want to keep talking about Kanye West because that's what Kanye West wants us to do is to keep talking about Kanye West I want Kanye to go do some crunches because the lipo didn't work I said it and uh, I'm going to go on to talk about the next topic with somebody who has been doing his crunches. is Donald Glover, who is in a video shirtless. Uh, this is America, who made a very big, I guess, social political statement through his music and his appearance on SNL. And he's been trending and blowing up on social media. Did you see the video? I haven't seen the whole video. I've seen the snippets of it. And I heard, um, you know, I listened to The Breakfast Club. So I, I heard there. Um, take on that this morning. Oh, and what did the geniuses on The Breakfast Club have to say about Donald? Well, about basically Donald that there's several ways that you could take mm-hmm. this video. And I think what they were saying was the, the biggest part is that you see, many people had to look at it several times to mm-hmm. really understand what he was trying to say. And I don't think there's really one way to take it. But that um, we are distracted by so many things mm-hmm. from the real issues you know, going on here in America. So I think that that's what he was trying to show us. It's like you're you're paying attention to what's going on here in the in the foreground, but you're not looking at what's going on in the background. So that was the takeaway for most people. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was very interesting to watch because there were people getting killed. Uh, arms were being handled more delicately than lives because mm-hmm. every gun, would, there was somebody to handle the gun. Um, there was... Um, a lot of talk about it, but I did go online to read about the other side. And there were there are some black nationalists who did not appreciate that video and said that they are tired of black um, black struggle being exploited by all sides, including Donald Glover. And they were very upset about the video because they said that this is just a continuation of what happened in Roots and what happened in 12, 12 Years a Slave. It's just the exploitation of the black struggle. And there is no uh, no indication of a um, solution, forward motion. It is all about that particular, you know, look how look what they do to black people. So I thought it was interesting. I thought the video was good, and I thought that all I could hear in the background when I was watching it was dance, man, tan, dance, because it's like we dance, we do all of this uh, this stuff, and in the meantime, people are getting murdered, assassinated. And um, two of my late guests just walked in. One is uh, guilty by association because she tends to be on time. But the other one, um, who uh, is one of the most important people on television and laughs really loudly, just walked in. So I don't appreciate you putting me on blast like that. I really don't appreciate you putting me on blast like that. But thank you. I'm here. Yeah. I've arrived. I'm going to get on this high seat, though. So Yeah, that's yeah, we yeah. did that for you. I so feel you 12 right now. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Let's do it. Can you we couldn't get some uh, phone books in here, so we Thank had you, to put the chair up. Oh, see, see, oh, that's how you gonna do me? Just because you, you got a little height on me. It's all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> Alan Maldonado, you've seen him on Blackish, Survivor's Remorse. He's on a Last OG, and uh, he is a an app that he created himself. That's very, very uh, comprehensive and very. Um, evolved. It has a lot of uh, media on it, and you should download the app, Everybody Digital. Tell them about Everybody Digital. That's right. Everybody Digital is the um, short film version of Netflix. That's what we've been quickly dubbed since we launched in October. That's what everybody's calling it, um, which I'm very excited to be associated or compared to Netflix in our early beginning. Um, We stream short films from around the world, we have hundreds of, um, or maybe thousands of short films that we curated over the past year and a half, and we also produce original content from short films uh, and digi series. We have one with Dion Cole coming out called "Why Comedians Laugh." We got another one. Um, you name co- dropping? Yeah, yeah, name yeah, dropping? yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do some. For those of you some. who don't know who Dion Cole is, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, Charlie yeah. on Blackish. Basically, I got everybody on Blackish to do a short film okay. on there, and then you know we've been we've been talking about your show for a minute, and I know you're gonna put me on blast in a minute about that. But we we gonna get your show on there too. We got we we've been talking about it. I, I'm supposed to write it, but I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna get it done for you. No, these are <laughs> these are what you call Puerto Rican lies. <laughs> what are you talking about? Puerto Rican lies. Um, we are so we were just talking about Donald Glover's video. Oh, it's dope. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about it? I thought it was great. I thought the uh, the visual was impactful. It made a point. Um, just the the way the way America is right now is chaotic, but full of dance to kind of um, you know distract us from all of the chaos that's happening behind the scenes. So it's it was a per- perfect adaptation of what's going on in America right now. See, it's all about there are no realities, just perceptions. Uh, there mm-hmm. were some gay people that were upset about his um, effeminate dances. What? Yeah, they were saying that he was no, going, really. Yeah, they That's, were talking about uh, when he would do the thing, and they were like, they're always um, mocking uh, homosexuality in the black community. There, there was another. How is that, oh, I don't get it, but okay. There's a well, you know, there's an uh, you can justify anything. Like right now, there are. I mean, articles you can always support, nitpick whatever. Yeah, you, you know can I mean? say that chickens are the ones that provide gold. And there is an article is a, on Google right, right now. You're right. Um, yeah. But anyway, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Right. I'm a I'm, I'm believer in free thinking. Right. And so I think it's important for everybody to have their thought. And then there were those people who did not like uh, Donald Glover's video, and I was talking about that. And I went and read some of their pieces, and they were very thoughtful and insightful. Really? And a very pro-black people who love black people and were talking about how the continuation of the black exploitation, the exploitation of black lives and bodies continues to feed an economic market mm-hmm. that's very profitable. And we have to stop exploiting the black struggle. We have to start promoting images of black people winning so that we can create that in the subconscious mind of I agree. our young people. I agree. So hurry up and write that show and stop Come lying on. to me I'm every time lying. you look me I'm in my not face. Lying. He looks me in my face. I do because it's happening. I already got it every, you just got to do it. I just got to do it. You know my schedule. You know how I be thrown all over the place. Everybody's so busy in this town. <laughs> everybody's everybody's so busy. Oh, I love you. I'm going I'm to I'm make it happen. Then we were talking about that I'm earlier today. So we talking about. Um, you talking about me? The word, about me? no, no. We were talking about how people say I love you in Los Angeles, in Hollywood. Right. That is a greeting. And it's a goodbye. I don't, I don't say that often. Yeah. No, I no. Don't, you know, yeah, I he don't say that. He just said it five seconds I say that to you. I say that to you. You said it as an apology, though. You no, but I, come, stop it. I, I, I'm here because I love you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this, I just gave him a high five. Yeah. 
this is the thing about Alan Maldonado. Alan and I were on this Afro-Latino panel, mm-hmm. and I remember someone asking me, um, he's Puerto Rican? And I, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to do in this particular show today yeah. was to, to let's talk about that and dispel these myths that Puerto Ricans all look like Jennifer Lopez. Right. Uh, because they don't. No. And we, we have a spectrum, and we go from white, white, white to black, black, black. It was Puerto Rico. Um, just quickly, because I, I, I get so frustrated. Puerto Rico is was formerly the island of Borinquen, which was the name of it. This is where we get Boricua from, which was a Taino natives of that island were Taino Indians. And then, you know, your friends came over and colonized it. And uh, it was, <laughs> you know, brought the Africans. Yeah. And then that there's a result of that. So there are Puerto Ricans that have blonde hair and blue eyes. And then there are Puerto Ricans that are black, 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 black. And the black, black, black ones have thin noses and thin lips. And the guys with the blue eyes have kinky hair and thick lips. It's mm-hmm. it's just colonization it's at its finest. Yeah. Right. So it's when people pot. ask me if you're Puerto Rican, they're like, well, he, does he speak Spanish? And I'm like, speaking Spanish doesn't make you Puerto Rican. Spanish right. is not your native language. But, you, but I tell you what, well, people, it, it, it's one of those things. It's, it's almost discouraging when you say you don't speak Spanish and people's like total energy change mm-hmm. towards you. It's it's a bit sad. You know, I've had to get over it. You know what I'm saying? Just because it did affect me early on as a kid, being that my father's from Puerto like Rico. Yeah, your last born, name is super My Puerto father's Rican. born in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like born in San Juan. And if anybody went to Puerto Rico and stepped outside of the tourist section, they would see several people that look exactly like me. <laughs> you know, when you go to Puerto Rico, when you actually go into the, you know, the local area outside of tourist, you put me on. See, this is what I'm Puerto Rican. It, it looks. Uh, this is what no, we look like. See you, oh, they, they want to see you. Oh, they want to see me. Oh, OK. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's. That's definitely something growing up as a kid that was discouraging when you say, oh, I'm black and Puerto Rican, but do you speak Spanish? I'd be like, no, but then I get, then I, then I really, you know, kill the party. I'm like, oh, my father died when I was seven. (laughs) (laughs) Then you really kill the party. Like, oh, oh." it's like, well, you, you forced me to bring that up by you looking at me and not thinking that I'm, I'm not authentic enough for you because I don't speak Spanish. Well, let me just clear that up for you too, because Spanish is the language of the conquerors of the island. The Mm. native uh, tongue of Puerto Rico was Arawak. Look at that. That ain't even. Look at that. So when people scoff at other people for not speaking Spanish, that doesn't determine your Latinness because that's not even our, just like English is not our language. Right. That's the colonizer's language. So is Spanish. That is from Spain, and those who that's wow, who colonized. Look at that! Look at that! So when they say, "Bitch, do you?" Do, when they say, "Hey, do you speak Spanish?" Right, they right. "Bitch, do you speak Arawak?" Because <laughs> that's the, the native I tongue of the Tainos. I love it. And they were in it. Dominican Republic and in Cuba too. So you guys don't get out of it. Um, but think you you're not like one of us. It's right. nothing but black people who speak Spanish all over there in Colombia, they're yeah. in Venezuela, Word. they're all over Latin America. Where? Where? Um, but anyway, I wanted to talk back to you because you said um, on the panel that yeah. you decided to just roll with your blackness because yeah. sometimes being accepted in the Latin community can be, um, it's its its difficult. They're not very inviting. I guess, so much colorism. Yeah, I, I, that was definitely difficult. You know, I didn't, I didn't experience that on the black side, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just my experience, right. you know, um, being that. You know, my mother, being around my mother and just the neighborhood I grew up in, it wasn't any other Puerto Ricans. I grew up in Rialto, California. It was about seven of us in the entire city or right. even county, to to my knowledge. Um, and we all knew each other. Um, but um, 
yeah, I just, you know, I just rode with all all the black people in my neighborhood. You know, that's who I related to. And I would go to the New York for the summers. But, um, you know, I was always considered the, the black cousin, you know, that. So that was always, you know, saying interesting, knowing that I'm like my father was, you know, light, very, very fair skinned mm-hmm. Puerto Rican, you know, not, you know, not kinky hair at all. But let him tell it. He was he was blacking in everybody. Well, because he, he knew his roots. Yeah, yeah. He would walk around with dashikis on. He was, he was a mess. Well, you know, in the 70s, the Puerto Ricans that were uh, heavily involved in the salsa movement and as well as jazz in America, they all wore their dashikis because mm-hmm. they knew where they came from. And if you listen to 70s salsa, you hear a lot of African influence. Right, you hear the right. congas and the, you know, the, the widows. That's all from Africa. It's just, Don't. it's celebrated in Puerto Rico, knowing the, the, um, Knowing the your Africanness is very celebrated no. in the music. You see people wearing the headdresses. It's only when you come here that right, right. you know it gets twisted. Um, so you 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 gravitated towards your blackness, and your blackness has helped you quite a bit in this <laughs> business. They know you something. Yeah, they you, know me something. They ain't figured it out yet. You've been they booking TV shows. But you know what's interesting is that I lead. With, I, I when I introduce myself, I say Alan Maldonado, right. and for years everybody just overlooked that. Right. Nobody even considered that. Oh, is he? They just. Oh, he's black. He's black. He's black. So that's a very Puerto Rican name. It's that's very. Like, it's very common in Puerto very. Rico and Filipino. Yeah. And Filipino. Like I get you, that you, a lot you, too. You, yeah, you I get that look. too. I get that too. So, so then let's let's talk about your journey growing up in Rialto. Yeah. Where you grew up, there are a lot of Mexicans there, no? Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of Mexicans, but not in my particular. Like it was, it was. I didn't, I didn't really grow up around a lot. Even though it was surrounding us with a lot of Mexicans, but even in my particular area, the vineyard. Shout out to anybody from Rialto from the vineyards that's listening. Uh, my particular pocket of Rialto it was mostly blacks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Blacks and Samoans. So blacks and blacks, right? <laughs> blacks, blacks, and blacks with big ankles right, and right. Uh, necks. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Adrian scoffs every time I say something <laughs> that could be offensive because you know um, I've always um, I think it's that you diffuse a lot of that stuff by by saying I like Archie Bunker. I thought Archie Bunker was hilarious because yeah, he would yeah. he would say things that would be so ridiculous that makes you, if you're intelligent, say oh all of it is right, silly, exactly. Right? So let me ask you this. What's up? Um, now that being Puerto Rican is kind of hot, are you reclaiming your Puerto Ricanness? I never denounced it. Like okay. <laughs> you know, I never denounced it. It was one of those things that people never. I always had to uh, announce it. Right. I always had to announce it rather than people just assume that. Like I remember in Rialto as a kid in high school, I had my little car, my Kia Sophia, had all the Puerto Rican flags mm-hmm. on it. Of course, yeah, of course, you know, in the back seat, the whole nine. So. I always represent it. It's just that people are just beginning to find out. You know, I've yeah. always been proud. I've been going to the, the Puerto Rican festival ever since it was in San Dimas in yeah. California. Yeah. So, like, that's what people don't, again, they don't know that I've definitely embraced my, you know, my father's heritage. It's right. just that people are just catching up. Yeah. When I met you, I hosted the Puerto Rican festival. Um, they didn't want to pay me the third <laughs> time. So, I'm putting them on blast. Y'all that people at the you. other de San Juan. Yeah, and no, they it charge the people. They charge the people. It's forty dollars. I remember at San Dimas, it was like five dollars. Yes. You could bring food. You could bring a cooler in the whole nine. Like I remember that. So they yeah, charge no, forty dollars. It's a big concert now. It ain't the same. It ain't same man, and you know what? It's funny. It was mostly everybody else. It's a few Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. and then a bunch of black dudes trying to go get Puerto Rican yeah, girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the move. That was the move. That was. 
It's so funny now. I like I remember, I went deep. in there one time and I saw Master P, and I was like, "I'll be damned." Yeah. This is, there goes the neighborhood. Yeah, it's it was, over. That was the move. I went with like <laughs> seven of my homeboys, all black. <laughs> the, I, I um the Puerto Rican festival is now in Long Beach. It's yeah. on Father's Day weekend. Look, even yeah. though they didn't want to pay me, I still you let still people plug know. Them. Still plug it's them. at the Queen Mary in Long mm-hmm. Beach, yeah. and uh, y'all tweet them and let them know that y'all want to see me host again. And then uh, and write they, that check. Everybody chip in a couple <laughs> of dollars. They now get forty dollars a person. Damn, but word. it's it's a it's actually um, a very fun uh, festival because you get to see Puerto Rican culture celebrated. Some of the yes. biggest acts in the music come yep. out. The food and you get a taste of it in such a place where Mexican culture is so dominant. Yep. You know, it's and a lot of people come out that are not Puerto Rican yeah. because they want to embrace and they want to learn about. Have it's you, really grown. It's definitely really grown from the San Dimas days to now. Yeah, I no, and now they have one in. Uh, they have in Long Beach. They have San Diego. They have oh, I didn't one know in, about the San Diego. They one. have Montebello. Oh, yeah, word. They have. I've, got, I've gone on a Puerto Rican festival tour in South in Southern California because most Puerto Ricans live in that area. Mm-hmm. They live in like the nine oh nine Montebello, yeah. Cerritos. They're not. They're not in the Greater Los Angeles right, area. Right, right, right. Adrian, have you gone to the Puerto Rican festival? I've never been, but are we going this year? Yeah, we are. Oh yeah, it's a live. It's a live event. You should go. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We had, I love. I go because they always have the the authentic Puerto Rican acts come. They had Andy Montañez. They had El Gran Combo. Like that's the music that I listen to the majority of the time. I listen to salsa more than I listen to anything. It reminds me of my grandmother. Um, Darren, you ever been to the Puerto Rican festival? No, I haven't. No. Oh, you got to make. But you live in. You got to make the move, brother. He lived in Puerto Rico, though. Yeah, he lived in. Oh, so yeah. All right, right. you good. good. (laughs) Now he's doing to you what the Puerto Ricans do to him. You You see how that works? Yeah, you gonna check me? (laughs) Yeah, no, I just said if you ain't been, it's the move. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I haven't been since uh, '91, so. Oh yeah. You can consider it not going. Pretty much. Yeah. How long did you live in Puerto Rico? I lived there for seven months and a summer before that. So uh-huh. prob- about a year altogether. About a year. Okay. And what brought you there? Uh, my mom's a teacher, and she was teaching at University of Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. So and, you were uh, younger. Yeah, I was uh, in fifth grade, and uh, I had to go to school and learn Spanish. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> the, right then and there. And it was awful to begin with. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, I learned after a while of sitting there and being bored to death. You know, that'll do it. That'll, that'll, that'll do make it. you learn. Yeah, and that's about you know, what it's going to take for me to learn. Yeah, to go to school every day and have to do uh-huh. homework and, you know, having no one really to talk to. Besides, well, my teacher was actually from New York, so she spoke English. And there was also another student who was also from New York. So a bunch of, there were a couple of New York Ricans in the, in the class, and that was about it. So they helped me out. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. The New York Ricans helped you with your Spanish? Yeah, because well they spoke English, so they could oh, at least yeah. you they know, could ah, translate for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, they could tell me what was going on and you know keep me abreast with what was going on with school. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. It's like uh, Puerto Ricans in uh, New York are like the Mexicans in L.A. The Puerto Ricans from the island yeah. kind of scoff at them because they don't <laughs> the speak. New York yeah, they're not like legit. <laughs> they're not legitimate because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're not from the island or they don't speak the language. Right. And it's just all it's, foolishness. Yeah. It's just all yeah, ridiculousness. Yeah. We all got everybody needs a Negro, right? Right. <laughs> right. Work. So, um, with, let me ask you this because you were late. We were talking about Kanye. I was so West. on time. I was so on time. According to Co- Coach Carter, 
If you I'm, five minutes early, you on time. Man, if you on time, you late. I never right? see that. And I never see from the Richmond. Movie. I was late to the movies. To see it. I'm talking to Marcus King. He's in the um, Marcus King is in the audience, and I'm watching him and Phil Barner. They every time somebody says something funny or weird, Marcus gives a face to Phil, <laughs> and then Phil looks back at him like I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, that's the dynamic of their relationship. I'm gonna post a picture of their high school basketball team on my page. Um, oh, that's so you right. guys can see how long history they have. And um, she making it seem like it's black and white. I got no, know, Dr. J in the on the team. <laughs> <laughs> she painting it, damn. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just that they were they, <laughs> they look been, like models. Oh, were oh, yeah, okay, yeah, oh, okay, they were. okay. They like it's like models playing basketball. And I was like, <laughs> I don't understand why all them girls used to come up to the foxhole. Marcus King's legs, <laughs> Phil looked like uh, what's the name? Phil Roberson. What what's the name? The big uh, the. Paul Roberson, that's who he looked like. I was like, what? why our basketball players don't look like they, they, they all look like they came from rehab now. Uh, anyway, I said it. <laughs> I said it. So we are. We were talking about Kanye West. There's been this yeah. theory that's been going on about how Kanye West is doing performance art. Oh. And this is all a social experiment. Oh, my God. And he's doing the Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I've been here. I heard that earlier today. Yeah, did you, yeah. what'd you think? Uh, I mean, to be totally honest, I'm, I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm just over it. I mean, just us discussing it, it just empowers what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not, I'm just not feeling what he's doing right now. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just not even like in trying to be engaged. Like, I haven't listened to any of the music. And I'm, you know, I'm still a fan of his past music yeah, and what he was too. trying to say, but just I'm not a fan of what he's doing right now. So uh, I've been hearing all the chatter, and, and I'm not informed of everything that he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, to even like base my opinion on because I've like kind of just blocked him out right now. Good for you. Yeah, I blocked him out. So you haven't heard poopity scoop, scoop, Mm-mm. scoop, no, scoopity poop. <laughs> hey, when I heard that song, I was rolling. I was laughing. I said. Did North write this? Oh, wow. I heard it's just <laughs> nothing but just it was nothing like, on it. Just nothing. I heard it's nothing but nothing <laughs> on the track. So Diana Monte- Montero just said, Kanye West, sin vergüenza come mierda. That's uh, very Latina. Um, that means he has no shame and he eats <laughs> shit. That's the literal oh, translation. Oh, all right, all right. It definitely sounds better than the translation. Yeah, it sounds so much better. <laughs> it's so poetic in Damn. Spanish. I, I believe that Kanye has mental health issues. I am not sure what is on his mind. That's Cynthia Veliki. Is that how you say it? And um, you guys, uh, oh, wait a minute, one more. Oh, Diana. Diana, thank you. Listen, guys, you guys can call in. We're going to take a quick break. I posted the number on the update below you. You guys can call 310-986-6610. You can ask Alan Whatever you want to ask him, put him on the hot seat. <laughs> um, and uh, you can talk to anybody in the studio that you want to talk to because there's a bunch of people in here. If you know somebody, she said, Si, soy boricua por parte de mamá. So that means her mother's Puerto Rican. So many oh, of us. Okay. Uh, my father is Dominican. I don't I don't claim him, and I don't claim being Dominican because <laughs> he left me. And so they don't get to claim they don't get me. get to claim. That's right. Because uh, and I, when I he say that, I mean part. my family. But I do want to talk about that when I come back from this break because I do, I've been dealing with some self-hate issues 
about my Dominican side, and I'm going to address that today because some of you guys have been bringing it to my attention on social media. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to Poopity Scoop, Scoop, mm-hmm. Scoop, <laughs> and um, and you're going to tell me what you think about the song. Again, the number is 310-986-6610. So we got three sixes in there. We're going to come back with <laughs> Alan Maldonado. Make sure you're watching The Last OG. It airs on Tuesday. Yeah, every Tuesday. It's going to be on early tomorrow uh, at 10 because the playoffs is kind of kind of killing us as far as, you know, the window. But we on TV. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell y'all a story about how the playoffs killed my window Uh-oh. this weekend. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's say Youngstown Comedy Festival. We're going to talk about that when we come oh, back. We'll right. take a quick break and just don't go nowhere. Whoop dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee dee scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee dee scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee dee scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee dee scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee dee scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee dee scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee dee scoop. All right. We're coming back. Praise him. Alan was talking about Kanye's writing process. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, if he, if he, <laughs> if he had to do some, you know, punch ins, uh, do multiple takes of that track, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be more upset than listening to that record right now. Yeah. Um, we have a caller, so uh, we're about to take this call. Uh oh, let's do it. I made an announcement for a call. You are live on Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez, Al Maldonado, and Adrian's in the house. Who's this? Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Diana Montero. Hi, Diana. How are you? Hey, Diana. I'm wonderful. How are you guys doing this evening? Doing good. Doing good. Okay. Um, one thing. Um, I will be. I will be at fifty in like twelve days. Mm. Happy, and I've well, happy always birthday. Prided, 
Well, thank you, thank you. I pride myself in being a Christian, and I pride myself in being a lady at all times. But that sounds like some fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, keeping it, keeping it Christian, keeping it mm, Jesus. In the name of, but, in the name you know, of. Eso suena como pura basura, yep. okay? Pure trash. Pure, pure trash. That's what that's what that's, that's what you said. Yeah, pura basura. I'm gonna pura I'm gonna basura. start a clothing line called pura, pura basura. basura. <laughs> I bet you. I it bet you. Crazy. It goes in. That what that what you know what that was selling no time flat. I'm telling you. <laughs> Do you have that a question sell, for that Alan? Sell out real quick. I'm. I'm. She just going. She venting about that record. I'm with her on I that. Mean, I mean, I'm, I'm with her on that. I'm. You know I'm, what's I'm funny? Disappointed. Terrible. That sounds terrible. This, yeah, disappointment. It can't can't even describe. Exactly I, I bet you they played that, that at a club this weekend. Oh, they definitely you. played it. At and the then club. there's somebody had. I guarantee you, as a house cut. Yeah, as a house cut. Somebody, somebody was drunk enough. Somebody was drunk enough to get off on that. No, before somebody the show was over. Into that. Me, Darren, Adrian, and Al are going to come up with the poopity scoop dance. We're uh, going no. <laughs> we to record it and put uh, it on YouTube. Or you, can, or you can record a counter to that song. Oh, counter? You know. <laughs> with the remix? Yeah. We're going to do the remix. Yeah. Uh, I'm really bothered. I don't know. <laughs> shitty mierda means shitty shit. Oh. <laughs> shitty shit. Shitty uh, shit. Shitty shit. Hilarious. You know. Mierda, mierda, mierda. You know. Well, Diane, we want to wish you a happy birthday. Yes, well, happy let's birthday. wish her a happy birthday. Thank you, thank one, you, two, thank three. You. And keep on uh, happy birthday. Oh, I, I don't know that one. Which one we doing? Just, just do happy birthday. Go, do, the one, do your happy birthday, the, the one they taught you they in Rialto. Oh, word, word, word. Uh-huh. We just going to do the regular. I was going to do the regular happy birthday. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. To, no, I don't, you, you took me out of it. Cumpleaños, Feliz. See. Feliz. See, y'all jumped in there? See, y'all jumped right in there. Imagine if if he serenaded you and said, Cumpleaños. Feliz poopity scoop. Yeah, poopity scoop. And I'd be like, get the fuck up out here with that guy. <laughs> now now you, sound, you sound even yeah. more like a Christian yeah, yes, and yes, indeed. a lady. Yes, yeah. indeed. You'd be yeah, the, yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. name this episode the Christian lady. Yeah. Yeah, the Christian lady with the with the potty mouth. No, we I'm thank you so much for calling, Diana. We appreciate well, you calling. You, you stay dialed you in. guys. And you guys keep on doing what you're doing, Ada. We love you. And, you know, bendición, mama. Bendición. Que Dios te bendiga, mi amor. Thank you for Iwan, calling. Iwan. Ciao, y'all. All right, now. Yes, have a good one. Come over here, drama. Corey Holcomb is pretending like he don't see the microphone. Yeah, he shouted us out. But he, he, yeah, he coming in. He coming this, in. He this coming is in. my uh, is my comedy mentor just walked in the house. What's up, Corey? What's up, Corey? Tell me the microphone. It's good to see you. I ain't seen you in a minute. I know. Don't pat me like that's patronizing. Get on. (laughs) This is Corey. This is Adrian. He get, he get, Corey, ho- yeah, yeah, we, we on, on we, there. We, we live on, on right now. You in it. What you now? in it now, though. You in it. So, speaking of, there are Puerto Ricans oh. who look like Corey Holcomb. Yeah. And Puerto Rico, right, Darren? You been there. <laughs> we talk, Absolutely. We were talking about Kanye West's song just now, the Poopity oh. Scoop song. Oh, you ain't heard it? You ain't got it in the truck right now? Man, you ain't got it in the truck? Play, play, on, play it for him. He know quick. he got it in the truck. He, he, he playing this out I right like now. to see his reaction. Yeah, he got Nobody, it in the truck. People still listen to Kanye? <laughs> <laughs>
I want you to listen to the song, though. You got to get his reaction, though. You got to record his reaction. Uh, Adrian, you got What's the name of the song? Uh, we'll let you hear it. The you, you said, Y'all said something. Wait a minute. You going you gonna to hear it? He ain't from Chicago. Kanye be lying. Kanye ain't from no Chicago. I heard he from Arkansas or something like that. He, oh, I hey. think he moved to Chicago later they on in life. They didn't boot him out the shot. Look at that. As For soon, real. As soon as. Uh-oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready? set it up yet? Yeah, it's coming up. What? This a new song? It's new. Yeah, you and Hot, 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 hot scoop dee dee whoop scoop dee coop Scoop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. He gone. <laughs> he gone all he gone, the way, gone. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old girl gone. gonna leave him. Man, it's, 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 gonna, it's, it's he, about to be. He's about gonna, to be on suicide watch, man. Man, is, is he not already? He should be, man. <laughs> Everybody about, hitting his line, I'm sure of it. He said he loved Trump. How you love somebody that you don't even be with? I don't, I don't even understand that. How you, if you say you love somebody, people use that word too loosely. We were no, just, we just talking about that. We were just talking about how people, people he said, say, I love you in this town. It's like saying hello and goodbye. They be like, love you. Yeah, this the hustle out here. You just, <laughs> you just take it for what it's worth. But you, you know what? Like, whatever they say, you just be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so you might, you're my, my uh, reason sometimes when people ask me, um, when I do stand up, they're like, "You, you kind of like hard. You're really hardcore. You say some really outlandish stuff." And I always attribute that to you being my mentor. Co- Corey you're is probably my just saying mentor. what's on your mind. Yeah, actually, I am. You know, you it's know? another level, right? At the while, you really gonna say what's on your mind. Yeah, I know. Right I now, know. you're just saying look, tidbits that's coming out your head. But when you get um, to the point where you don't really care no more. You know, you ain't you don't really care about friends, bridges getting burned. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be brilliant. <laughs> you gonna be brilliant. It's another level. Yeah, it's another level for real. You know, I can live on this level I'm on. I'm I'm cool with it. I ain't never gotta get it out here. You have, so Corey has one of the funniest Twitter feeds in on Twitter. Like I go to that Twitter feed sometimes and some of the things that I see. Some of the pictures, the images. The get blackballed Twitter. That's yes. what I call it. <laughs> oh, they, who, that Corey Holcomb guy? He's bitter, right? Or whatever. Is that what they call you, bitter? Hey, man, I get all kind of stuff. I, people I say you're brilliant. I don't know. I, I like to hit those people. Chris you know. Rock. <laughs> look, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle had a conversation on, uh, what's his name from Tribe Called Quest's podcast. They both They were discussing how brilliant you were. Yeah, somebody sent me that. But, you know, those are comedians. I they, sent it to you. You sent it to me? Yes. Look at that. Look at this. You sure? Right next to yes. <laughs> Remember, I told you, I, I listened to we it. We on your show, you can get the credit for it. I don't need credit. <laughs> I like the check. <laughs> you can get the credit for it. But, uh, no, nah, this crazy. When I walked in the door, I saw Phil Barner, um, one of the dudes that's responsible for me even moving to L.A. Because, uh-huh. uh, no, nah, they used to have this uh, thing in uh, Atlanta called Laugh a Palooza. Right. And it was beyond the date to send your stuff in, but I think Phil kind of recognized my talent, and he let me in even though I was past the date, you know, to um, mm-hmm. to get in the contest. So y'all cheated? Yeah, yeah. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> All right. It's good to know. Hey, in this game, you need an inch. You I need, know. You need something, I but I, I I always remember that about Phil. Phil, you, uh, I, I guess, I think I, I think my tape stood out to Phil enough where he was like, Oh, okay. We we let this guy in there, and ever since I did that, it's like uh, it's, this whole LA path has been here for me. 
So both of you are black men on television right now. Mm-hmm. And you guys are both uh, on television shows with other black men, which is, the, you know, the the Hollywood so wh- uh, white, Oscar so white thing actually made a difference for black people. Didn't make a difference for Latin people because Latin people don't stick together. But All, uh, all my Hollywood <laughs> connections come from black people recognizing um, a little talent about me and giving me a lick. Just like yeah. Marcus King right there. Um, the reason I have uh, I do this that radio show uh, is because Marcus King uh, gave me a a, a show. Right. He gave me a show, and it's been building momentum ever since. Yeah, so I know. all all my stuff been licks. I don't like. Going I ain't no on audition. Show. I ain't no audition dude. <laughs> no. I wish I could be. I just <laughs> you go in there, you do your audition, and then you got to hope. I, that hope, that's, yeah. that's, that a, that's a cold word yeah. right there. Yeah. Boy, that's what I be yeah. running on them girls. <laughs> that hope. Alan, you you were on, uh, on Blackish, Survivor's yeah. Remorse. Both yeah. of you guys worked with Charlie Murphy. Right? Yeah, yeah. I had that one episode on Black Jesus with him. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you were on Black yeah. Jesus. Uh, well, yeah. If you ever want to see one of the funniest episodes on Black Jesus, go to the second one where Corey takes his shirt off. <laughs> I guess I guess that is funny. I, it was my idea, by the way. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was. Okay, that Corey is that uh, pushes the envelope. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we are we are. I don't. I do his radio show. I got a drink before I do that show because <laughs> he got a live feed. I get called transgender. They 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 have no. We got a mm. chat room and they just signify. They just That's what they do. They, they signify. They talk about everybody. Uh, my mother uh, wanted to come on. I was like, Mom, I don't know if you're ready for this. <laughs> I swear they don't care. They gonna go in. That's what they do. I saw Ada Face when they was talking about her. Oh man! And I I saw shock and hurt in her <laughs> face. Like no, Ada Ada's an attractive girl, so she probably used to people like. Hey, how you doing? But then when and she they, went they, in there, they, they were like, they said, uh, "What in. team she play for?" Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they were like, "Let's see the one one guy." Who's the like, refugee? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They said I was a refugee. <laughs> they asked me if I was a man, and oh, they wow. said, "Hold up, tell her to hold up her hand so we can see if she's a man." Like they were goons. Really? Yes. Cool. So uh, they trying yeah, to do ma- that. I won't make it to your show, brother. <laughs> no, they they like you, man. No, they like you. Even if they talk crazy, whatever no, I tell I, them. Hey. Like I'd be like, hey, go to this, woo woo woo, and they go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, do. Yeah, they yeah. they support me That's too. Dope. Okay. They support you, but they gonna talk crazy. Yeah, yeah. they, th- they like thought cookout. they ran me that's out of the room. You know what's up? Yeah, that's it's that type that's of crowd. Yeah, yeah. But Ada was hurt for real. I saw yeah. that. <laughs> it was. It she was teared up a little bit. She, she used teared to up getting a lot of praise. No, 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 no. It wasn't. I'm used to getting clowned in comedy. You the first one to haze me in this game. Stop it. Don't nobody clown you, do they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Corey came up to me and my friend and told uh, my friend that he bet her stomach looked like balled up homework. Oh, he God, was like, "How many kids God you got? Damn it. I bet God your stomach looked like balled up homework." Ooh, that that was the. But, was, but were you right though? <laughs> but were you? <laughs> you know what? You right, I don't was even remember all the stuff that happened. Was it accurate uh, though? I could see if you. If but you this is what facts. we do. This is what yeah, we do. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, that's why. Like I say, I don't. I don't fit in. <laughs> it didn't take me too long being out here knew I wasn't gonna fit in. I was like, every everything I get gonna be a hookup. I ain't gonna earn nothing. But you get hookups from good people. Will Packer called you. Like you get calls from, you know, even Tyler Perry likes you. Like yeah, that, um, like I say, um, those guys. And then I, I remember when I went in there with the Family Guy guys, the, mm-hmm. the people who make the Family oh, Guy. Right. They You're was the like, guy. hey, Corey. I was like, y'all. 
<laughs> I was on the plane with Smokey Robinson. He was like, Corey Holcomb. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Smokey said my name. Corey was uh, the first person who I went out with uh, to open for who let me do radio with him oh, and let me sell my merchandise. Oh, dope. And I ain't smashed. No. <laughs> you, know how that, you know how that game go. When they on the road with you, you be... <laughs> so Ada could have got a lot more work, but she wanted to be a stand-up person. I'm like, well, all right, get on out there with the rest of them then. <laughs> get on out there and struggle. That is so funny. That's the, that's the truth. When you, all you female comics who want road work, you just got to put in work. And at least he's on <laughs> He's honest and honorable, but you you ain't never do me like that. Especially when my grandmother like when my grandmother passed away, you were like, Come on, you going to Denver with No, me. you the homie, but you know that hope was there. Yeah, people <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna go down. Ain't it would have been my right hand man. <laughs> he is so silly. Okay, he 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 So you <laughs> All the fellas know I ain't playing. Ada could have moved all the way. <laughs> Five-star general. Oh I've been telling my wife, look now, I work with her. Now, what are you talking about? Hey, you know what's funny? I saw you on The Breakfast Club the other day. And I, I like, I always know when people are scared of Corey, they cut that interview short because they don't know what's going to come out of your mouth. The last one I did, Charlemagne wasn't there. I know. I like when Charlemagne is there. Um, I know you said that. He got no. He got me in good with them. You know what I mean. When right. I, whenever I'm in New York, shout out to me. Where you at? Come on up here. And I'll be like, oh, okay, that's love. That's dope. That's love. That's dope. You did that's the dope. Breakfast Club. Yeah, not yeah, too yeah, long yeah, ago yeah. too. How yeah, was your experience? It was good. It was good. I mean, Charlamagne was cool to me because we did a movie a couple of years ago, so it was all love. Yeah. I don't like when people go up there and try to act like they're going to fight them. Have you noticed uh, nobody yeah. fight them? Yeah, nobody fight them. Like, they go up there with the, you know, see, with their chest is. pumped out. They go up there, or they got a lot of people with yeah. them, and they be, I see them talking crazy and all yeah. that. But I be like, but don't none of y'all fight. Yeah, Let me tell I you mean. why. Because Charlemagne ain't little like you think. Right, right, right. It's like <laughs> if you fight, if you, if you fight, because there's some guys I can tell he didn't want to fight. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, it's yeah. like. But that's what the highest not rated. Whoop him. Right. The highest rated shows on the Breakfast Club are the people who threaten to fight him. The number one show is Baby. Oh yeah. No. Got but Baby came with a mob. He came with a, he came with like seven dudes. But sometimes I, I would like to see somebody fight Charlemagne. Because some I, of the I, shit I'm, that comes out of his mouth, <laughs> that respect he he be especially he I rolls feel you, with the with them people sometimes. And they don't never fight him. Yeah, they hey. I, I mean, hear running their mouth. Because yeah. there are cameras there. Do you think that's what it is? Might be the cameras too. But I'm just saying, Charlemagne ain't little like that. But a lot of those people ain't really crazy. Like the real crazy people not gonna sit down and have an interview. They're just gonna come in there, slap you, and get out the way. Th- well, those people thank you for are, saying that. Yeah. So you know how many people you put on the spot by saying that? All of them. All y'all who come in there <laughs> running y'all mouth, just stop it. Yes. Absolutely. It. It, you know an empty wagon makes a lot of noise. Ain't nobody mm. who, you. we both come from very, very, Monique. you come from Rialto. Everybody who comes in there, they come in there with theatrics. <laughs> Monique told him that he, yeah. that slave on that one movie. Oh, she called him oh, um, yeah, that was, oh, the that guy was who ridiculous. Gabrielle Union's husband yeah, in um, who gave the wife away. In uh, Birth of a Nation, yeah. But she was the worst black parent ever oh, in a yeah. movie. Yeah, it was. You was really in the movie and really that bad person. <laughs> Monique? 
No, she just made the most of single motherhood. Really? Yeah, she. So that movie, have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> yes. I'm trying not you to and say I the name had, of it. We've had conversations This got to be it. one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> um, we, yeah, you and I both agree on that movie. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was it was entertaining to see the fat girl fall down the stairs. Oh. But, oh, did you see her fall never, down the stairs? I never saw it. Oh, you got to see I the part. I never saw it. Just Google I the never. part when, uh. Just, just, Pressures fall down the stairs. Okay. It is hilarious. All right, I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it. It is hilarious. You know what? <laughs> this is officially the 5150 show. Cause that... <laughs> you called me in here. <laughs> I love I'm, gl- it, I'm glad to see everybody, though. Marcus and, and my man Phil and my man. See, I know him not from the movie. He used yeah, to be up to 24 hours yeah, fitness open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when I that? could hoop a little bit. I don't know what, boy. I'm terrible. Hey, yo, Corey, the surprise thing is the Corey can dunk. This is what happened. When you what? get a certain age, I want to say to all you guys over 40, your muscles start to <laughs> literally go away for real. Because <laughs> I went to the gym a couple of weeks ago, man. You know, I just had the one big plate on each side. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. even throw that up, Holly. Ah, yeah. So I've been going there since now. Try I'm back in it. Yeah, so run up on me, I'll get your ass. But I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah. you can't let them muscles go all the way to noodle. Uh-uh, nah. Can you still fight, Corey? No. Please don't fight me. <laughs> don't run up I'll tell you. anybody, I don't want to fight. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to get beat up. I ain't have, my discipline in the gym been on zero. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't want to be that old dude getting beat up, saying, <laughs> get him off me. No, you the never, old dude now? Yeah, I'm the old dude. When? When did you become the old dude? When I went to the gym and found out... <laughs> That 10 push-ups was a struggle. <laughs> Phil, oh, when the last time you did 10 push-ups? <laughs> See, Phil, Phil, let me tell you something. Phil got natural strength. <laughs> Phil got natural strength. But if y'all ain't been to the gym, you too, Marcus. I don't know if you've been to the gym. You find out. I didn't know I was that old. You're not the old dude. I'm the old dude at the gym now. They be- at the gym, you're the old dude. But you're not the old dude. You can never be the old dude. They call me old G at the gym now. Who? The children? This is hair dye. <laughs> Corey's hair I is like Frederick Douglass if I let my hair grow out right now. This is hair dye. <laughs> Youngster over there, that's probably his hair. He's still young. Alan, Alan is a grown-up, though. He's a grown-up, but he, you he know got what I'm them jeans, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the jeans. Yeah, Alan is yeah. going to be 55 looking 18. Yeah, that's I, got his, the, I got the Pharrell shit. Yeah, he got, got the, he got the baby look. Yeah. That's what's up. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. But so, anyway, we were talking about Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Puerto Ricans? It, yeah, you from Chicago. Y'all got Humboldt, Humboldt Park where all the Puerto Ricans are. Oh, Latin you, King. Yeah, well, you always got to take it to there. Like, That's what they are. They Latin kings. They, they Latin all gang king, members. Yeah. <laughs> all my people are gang members. Even the Chicago. elderly ones. The elderly ones. Yeah. How do you? How do black people and Puerto Ricans get along in Chicago? Well, they have to if they live in the same neighborhood. But when the Puerto Ricans catch um, black people, they don't know in their neighborhood. They always um, say, "Oh, he folks. He, he in the gang or whatever," and they find ways to chase you. Chase you? Yeah. You ever they got chased by some Puerto Ricans before? I, I, know, I know that you've chased well, some Puerto Ricans before. No, nah, I, I was never in no gang. No, nah, I don't I mean that I was a basketball way. player. I was athletic when I was young. You've never been a gang guy. We know no, that. No, no. 
But you used to fight, so now you don't fight anymore. I, I ain't never used to fight. It's just when I first got to L.A., it was weird. I got in a couple of fights, and it was it was <laughs> some fortunate fights. That's what I call them. You won. I was fighting in front of this uh, comedian named Arnez J, and he known for stealing jokes. And I got the best of this dude in front of Arnez, and it was <laughs> Arnez J and Chris Spencer and all that. They was in amazement. They was like. Corey, whoop that dude. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you see what I can do. Did, uh, <laughs> we going to go, we gonna go viral. Right now, I had a good fight. I was like, yeah. I left the gym one. like, yeah, don't, one don't, don't 18, mess with but me. They caught that one. They caught That's, that right. One. That's right. right. Amen. So you've <laughs> always been known for calling out joke thieves. That That's one of your... One of the things that people know you for, because you're not afraid to say who you think steals jokes. Does that you feel that affect? It ain't who I think. If I if I say it, I saw it. Oh, okay, okay. You could you called out a list on Twitter before. I keep calling them out. You do, and you hurt certain people's feelings, and That's it was okay. Yeah, I, so. I be feeling like one day they all gonna get together and beat me up. When I be at the comedy clubs, I be like, oh. <laughs> but your rep is not up, that though. group. That one fight right. is up. You, be, you must have beat the shit out of him. I wish I had the videotape. <laughs> I actually, it was a good one, man. I got one. dude. Yeah, that's, that's he was bigger than me. That's why they was like, oh, okay. See, the rep is up. You, man, if you could, is up. I wish I had their face on video, <laughs> dog. Because when I looked up, I almost laughed. <laughs> <laughs> you were surprised. They were surprised. <laughs> I, was, I was like, God. They were like, oh. I'm uh, stupid. <laughs> yeah, you, always, you always have an audience when you punk people because, well, we got to hear about it all the time. Who I punk? I never get into it with people, and if I do, it's because they did something to me. No, I know. I know. Have you ever seen me bully anybody? Yes. Who? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's bullying. I just think you are. I'm, I wish I knew who you say it. You're aggressive. Say their name. You are aggressive. I ain't never tried to bully nobody. No, you're not. Uh, it's, it was rightful bullying, though. It's people who deserve to be bullied because they so bullied So it's a people. rightful bullying? Yeah. <laughs> when you bully somebody who bullies Are you trying to say people? you saw somebody do something to me and I did something back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them do That's something to somebody else. You you always have my back. That's somebody. called handling your business. Okay. Right. I had a lot of women back. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know about all of them. I know me. And I can only speak on behalf of me. I don't like people who pray on the week. Yeah, no. One I day, um, I had to check TK about that. He was messing mm -hmm. with a friend of mine, Carmen. Just yeah. straight bullying her. Yeah. Mm. And I ain't wanted to seem like I was her boyfriend or nothing, but I was like, he did what? And I know how he do. Yeah. I was like, doo, 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 doo. I had to call him and talk to him about yeah. that because I didn't think it was fair. Right. Yeah. I don't like people who pray on the week. Yeah, that's why. That's why. But you still offered a homeless man ten dollars to dance Nate, uh, without a shirt on. That's not bullying. That man was happy to get that ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the what I'm talking about. You see how everybody's laughing at this? Every man in here is laughing at this. It was cold out there. And, he was like, and then you he put, put it the on shirt right back on. And he videotaped it. I got me in here. I knew I should have known Aiden was gonna get a, 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 a radio show because you cute. Uh, that's why I got a radio show. All the cute girls move up in this town. <laughs> what was that's that one girl real. name? Iva LaShawn? She oh, was on everything. God. I was like, this motherfucker, they got her on everything. If ever you want. She was bad, too. Yo, shit. <laughs> she was to bad. Go viral. It was viral. I, I, I have talent. People used to be like, you want me to help you with your joke? Wait a minute. <laughs> I have talent, and you've said that to me, so take me off that list. You have said to me, you know how to produce. 
You know how to write. You you have taken me off that list. So take me off that list right now. You do know how to do a lot of things. Okay. Ada, you, you, it's a minute before. I mean, I'm just saying, eventually you're going to get your lick. Okay. Even if you wasn't um, cute. But because you're cute, that moves you up in a lot of places. <laughs> Tell you, it's a lot of girls who talented, but they look like the homies. <laughs> they don't never go nowhere. This, <laughs> hell, 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 nowhere. This is the reality. Even when they write, somebody could hit them with a car, and they'll be like, why you hit me with the car? People be like, why don't you just go home? <laughs> That's how people treat things that aren't attractive. It's not fair in this world. Oh, man. If you're not attractive, you're not going to get treated fairly, especially in Hollywood. This is a, a blessing right here. You see this? This is a dropping blessing. Gems. He dropping gems right now. I'm hey, telling he you, he dropping gems. gems right Names. Now. He gems. He's unapologetic. It never changes. He is always who he is. He never changes. You still live in the same spot? No. Oh, you moved. I moved. <laughs> I always pass Not by everybody. that apartment building. Everybody now knows that you know where I live. I mean, you was the homie for a while, and then you I'm not disappeared. The homie anymore? You disappeared on me, but it's good to see you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I got love for you for real. Oh man, I know you do. I was supposed to come up here to do Zoe show, and I know he's looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna talk about relationships? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's what I do. I make fun of the people who don't know what they're doing. Oh, <laughs> my favorite Corey Holcomb joke. Which one? Uh, the In California, domestic violence, both go to jail. Yeah. And he said that uh, his wife called the, pol- what did he, the police because he hit his wife and the cop was, I can't do the joke justice, but the cop was like, did you hear her? You were like, yeah, because she keep bringing this cocaine in this house. <laughs> Or something like that. That's my that was, favorite. That was a long time ago. I know, but that's how much of an impression it made. It's still it's still my favorite joke. Uh, that and you playing the uh, abortion doctor back for the money. Mm-hmm. Play the mom. How are those abortion jokes going my, right about now? In they this still climate, good. In this climate. Good? Listen, I did a, a comedy special that I filmed myself, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But Netflix said it's... um. It's not what they trying to do right now. Mm. So that's day loss. They eventually will come back to me because I'm telling you, if you start switching up who you are, right. it's over. Everything going to be cake mix yeah. on, on TV. So my I still be valuable. It's just I won't get it right now. I ain't mad at that. That's, um, that's Marcus King's um, <clears throat> mantra. When they tell you you ain't famous enough, you ain't this enough, we'll come back when we are. Go ahead, Marcus. As long as abortion clinics are open, we should still be able to make jokes about abortion clinics. It's the babies who daddy didn't have their paper up. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd have opened it up. <laughs> so you two have never worked with each other? We did uh, Black Jesus together. Y'all were on that episode? You actually had lines together? No, we never had lines together. Oh, okay. But we was there. Yeah, it was the Black same, Jesus same got, scene. It got renewed again, right? Yeah, we shot another season. Yeah, I don't yeah. know when it come back on. Uh, I yeah. think this season that just passed was the best one. Was it? Yeah, it was it the was, best was one. The one you just finished? Okay, don't. It was weird that first week without Charlie being there. I'm up. sure. I mean, like I said, I ain't grow up with Charlie, <laughs> but that was one of the realest. Yeah. I ain't never seen no flaws in that man. I yeah. love that. No flaws. Everything he said was. 
Yeah, one hundred straight up. Yep. Yeah, it was a great. Uh, you know, I worked with him, and he was, he somebody was trying to bully me in front of him, and he checked him so hard. He was like, "No, nah, <laughs> you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna talk to her like that." I, I believe that. And he always used to send me text messages to uh, encourage me. He was like, oh, "Don't dope. stop being who you are." He was like, "You, it's gonna be harder for you, but you keep doing what you're doing. Don't go start talking about sucking dick. Don't go do, just do you." Charlie told me when he was sick, he, he, when he found out what was wrong with him, and he was like, "Now nah, I'm straight. I'll be alright." And I believed him because, you yeah, know, he was what I'm an saying? Iron he, man. Sound, he sounds so self-assured about what was happening, but he told me he went to the doctor in Vegas, and they told him. He was sick like that. And, uh, I was like, God damn. When he mm. told me what it was, he was he's, you know how he talk. I got that uh, that white boy, that Hodgkin's lymphoma. You know how he talk. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. bad news. Right. Word. But but those who didn't know who Charlie Murphy was, trust me, all you players out there listening, that was a man right there. Yeah, word yeah. And one of the best storytellers ever. Like, just listening to him, he had told me a story – he would say that I was Puerto Rican, and he was like, yeah, my first babysitter was Puerto Rican. He was like, I used to run from that bitch because she had eczema. <laughs> he was like, I ain't want her to touch me because she had eczema. And it was just, he would sit down, and everybody would just stand around right, and listen and to listen. him. His yeah. stories were just so amazing. I know you ain't got no ring on yet. No. I don't want to get married anymore. I already made that mistake. Man, you need to go ahead and get your hustle on. Nah. <laughs> it's a cold world trying to make it off talent out here in L.A. <laughs> it's not the place for that. <laughs> I know you're funny, but you need to. Can you drop down and get your eagle on? You got to have a, you got to be funny and a hoe to make it in this town. Well, look. <laughs> I had to think about it. I told Tiffany Haddish, um, look, you cute, so you ain't like everybody else. You look cute, little hood, bitch. Them, them, them Jew boys like that. You can go get you one that will secure you. You know what I mean? Cause you cute. That's that's what you got. And um, lo and behold, she made it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, God damn. I'm sorry, Tiffany. <laughs> I doubted you. <laughs> but that's one in a million. Somebody, y'all need look at them. The marriage hustle is made for women who are attractive. Mm. All the girls who not attractive, <laughs> who doing the marriage hustle, is in court arguing over one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars a week. <laughs> oh my God, it's Alan. pathetic. What's up? What's up? What do you I'm think? listening. I'm listening. What do you think? What you I think, think about what that that's what attractive women have to resort to marrying I, up. No, I mean I'm I always think from a business perspective. So. Uh, That's business, yeah. though. Uh, I mean, no, nah, I don't think you have to do that. I think you just gotta, uh, you know, put your product. It's, it's gotta, you gotta treat it more like a small business than anything. That's how I attack everything, you know, because I've been in this game, you know, 15, 16, 17 years, grinding, putting it together. But it wasn't until about five years ago that I applied all my business when I went to college for business. I applied that aspect to it, and then things changed. So you work on <coughs> the last OG. You yeah, work, you're yeah. on there with a bunch of people who are comedians, right? Because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Tracy, Tiffany, Derek mm-hmm. is on the show. Seti, uh, uh, Cedric, the, the entertainer. Mm-hmm. How is it being? Is it does it feel com- competitive when people try to outfunny each other? It, does it feel nah, that way? It, it's never. It's not a competitive thing on set. It's just everybody doing their own thing. It's just 
for for like to us, I feel like we the monsters stars and we just we know how to pass the ball around. Like it ain't no and nobody's looking at each other like who's gonna be funny or not. Because especially on our show, it kind of has a dramatic tone to it anyway. It does. It has a dramatic tone to it anyway. So you just find spots to be funny and different stuff. And my character is real kind of goofy and. And you know, dumb. So you uh, play two characters. Yeah, I play uh, my older brother Clyde on it as well. So, so yeah, it's one of those things where you just find your pocket, and you know, nobody's like trying to be out funny and be more funny than the next person. Just everybody doing their thing. Sad is doing their thing. Tiff, you know, Tracy's doing his thing. So, is it funny when you guys are off camera? Is it? Oh yeah, really we funny? act stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we definitely have a good time. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Have you seen the show? It's because I don't I'm I'm weird like that. I don't I I tape a show and don't even watch it. I don't <laughs> I, I'm weird like that. But I I'm just saying like I, I'm sure it's, it's, it feels good to be um working. You know what I mean? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most so definitely. It's, it's always congratulations on that. I appreciate you it. You know, I said, when I'm, I saw you at the gym after that, uh, I think it was that uh, NWA movie. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, the Stray of the Counter joint. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This one's always working, though. This it's one, been a process. It's been a process. Black-ish, man. I'm everywhere, man. Survivor's remorse. There was yeah. something else in there when you. You're were, the worst. You're, you're the, the worst. And there was that. something else. What are you talking about? Dope. Uh, See? It, it, and when you say uh, what, what else? I got a bunch of stuff going. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm writing for the show too now. Yeah, no, yeah, no. write for Last OG too now, uh, and I wrote for Survivors Remorse. Like I'm, I, again, like I said, I attack it from all business aspects. Uh, you know, any way you can make money from it. Like now, I respect the comedians. I, I'll never consider myself a comedian because I I respect the craft of it all. Like. Because people would try to announce me like as a comedian. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, 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 I'm not a comedian. Just because that's that's a particular skill that I respect, and I would never want to be classified without merit. You right. know, so I appreciate that. A lot of uh, comedic actors now dub themselves as being comedians. Yeah, no, I don't, never I don't been do on stage. But but also no. that brother, a lot of confidence. Um, glares off him. I, I know fake. I know fake <laughs> confidence. Yeah. My man right there, he's self-assured for real. I, I, I appreciate that, man. I don't fit in because yeah. soon as motherfuckers, I mean, as soon as people come with that fake confidence, I'll be like, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah all right. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, man. Nah, it's, like I said, it's just, um, you know, just grinding it out, man. Just really just grinding out, putting together a plan and and executing it that's what i did about five years ago everything that i'm doing is exactly what i, I said i was going to do five years ago yeah no every yeah. time i talk to you that's you're always speaking and and you do a lot of stuff for the community too yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely i like to work with the um with at-risk kids and foster kids yeah. so yeah that's um, you're a good dude for that something important it's important to me it's again we talked about it earlier about um visual representation Visual representation, yes. um, and a lot of these kids only see, you know, the rappers and even just the actors being in front of the camera and then making money and all those other things. But there's so many different divisions of entertainment that a lot of people are making more money than the people that they see in front of the camera that these kids don't even know these jobs exist. And, and a lot of times they don't see themselves in that position. You know, even me as a writer, right. I, I was trained by Michael Caine who wrote All the Right Moves, the writer. He wrote All the Right Moves for Tom Cruise. He was popping like mm-hmm. the 70s, 80s. And he trained me, but I never saw myself as a writer until I got around Kenya and these other individuals that that look like me, sound like me. And I was like, oh, shit, I could be in this position, too. And then I began putting my plan together to be a writer. And now, you know, I've been on two television shows writing and developing projects for, you know, television and different things, cartoons, et cetera. So... He writes uh, everything except my shit. That's I'm what he does. I indirectly help the kids. <laughs> I, I don't help the. I can't be around kids. That I don't know that much. <laughs> I help their mama. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's 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 right. Their mama right. can earn money with me. Uh huh. You sponsor them up. How? Yeah. <laughs> you sponsor them up. That's right. what it is. How got, does the mom earn money with you? Well, yeah, we, I just got to see the mama. Okay. I, I see the mama. I tell her what she can do and what she can earn. It varies <laughs> from face to face. <laughs> How many kids you put through college? I don't know. I don't know if they mama do right by the kids. I know, I know they mama can earn anywhere from fifty to two hundred dollars. Fifty to two hundred. Fifty to two hundred. That's it. Depends. On, that's a lot of money for some people. It's hard out here. <laughs> These old spoiled entertainment women. I ain't no spoiled entertainment women. I work. I've been working since I was fourteen years old. Okay, I believe that, but I'm just saying. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars at one time. That's Come a on. lot. Two hundred dollars at one time. At one time. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Like you go do it. It's once, that's not a lot of money. <laughs> once you get south to Wilshire, boy, the struggle is real. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that is the funniest and meanest thing you said today. That's it's the real. truth. There's some women south of These people Wilshire. work all week, and they check me about three, $400. That ain't fair, is it? No. That's not right, but you'd have had to work all week with me. <laughs> Stop it. Ten minutes tops. <laughs> This thing. He is running an ad. I'm just oh. saying, especially if your house dirty, I ain't gonna take it. <laughs> oh I'm gonna be gone fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real with you. Yeah. They all laughing. All the men are laughing. Adrian because they know what's up. Adrian, they know what's up. <laughs> did you oh Did you watch uh, my Shaq set? No, I ain't watched the Shaq. Oh, I need you to watch it because I want your feedback. Okay, when did you film it? Is it something new? It's already aired. It aired on March 23rd. I oh, would expect that's you. That's still a cold black thing? Um, it's done. It was the last one. Oh, oh okay. Well, good yeah. luck with that. I mean, like, a lot of people watch it. I mean, you 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 made a statement about Khloe Kardashian on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a funny joke. Mm-hmm. Everybody remember that. That Shaq said I had was, was slamming. Yeah, it was, I, I watched it. Did you see it? No. I didn't Judge see it. Mathis was in the audience trying to boo me. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, but everybody was laughing <laughs> over him. He was mad about he something. Was the only one. He was I the hope only I, one. I hope I meet him somewhere. I'm gonna be like, ah! Because <laughs> one day I was at this club and he was one of them dudes. He went to the DJ booth and was like, "Let him know Judge Mathis in the house." I was like, "Oh, where you at?" <laughs> Why is he so active though? Like when Faison, um had that incident at the airport with that with that kid when he got into that scuffle with that kid. Judge Mathis has something to say about it. He actually what did he, say? he oh, to TMZ. He said that Faison needed to go to anger management, but he chimed in. But I was like, why is he chiming? Why is he so involved in everything that has to do with pop culture? He's a judge. I think he liked that um, being in the spotlight, just like I saw that documentary of that lady who was white acting like she was black. Oh, Rachel Dolezal. Oh, yeah. oh, that was so funny. <laughs> that lady crazy. Did you watch it? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't watch it either, but <laughs> I, I know the lady you're talking about. Oh, my God, yeah, she it's, crazy. It's fa- she's fascinating. Man, if you watch that documentary, <laughs> man, you're going to be laughing. Oh, okay. Does she consider herself black now, though? Yeah, she she's crazy. That lady is crazy. The, whoever made that documentary, I know they own it because she would not have approved how stupid it made her look. <laughs> I don't. I agree. I think her. Listen, I think that she is. There's some something wrong with her, but her hairstyles be they be killing though. Oh, she know, I don't how, know who she does know her braids. Paint, like yes. draw, and um, really, she uh, man, and she when she do her hair, she yeah. do her hair. 
You ain't seen her braids. She is better than the average. I've, seen, I've seen pictures of her, but I didn't oh, know what she was man. doing it herself. Her she braids does be it. on point. Yeah, it's her hair. Oh, that's how she got all the secrets. Oh, she that's does. How she, got all the secrets. she does hair. Yeah, that's how she got all the secrets. Well, she has some uh, parents that adopted um, black kids and oh, did, did okay. strange things to them. Ah, so uh, I know where it came from. Oh, okay. You watched it, Adrian? You watched the documentary? It was fascinating. It was funny. That lady is crazy. That lady needs to be laid to rest. But let me ask you this, though. <laughs> Would you smash? No, I wouldn't smash. I, let me tell you something. I'm older. All them girls, as soon as I see the, we just the, nutty, the nuttiness, that make me get away from you. I don't have time. You cannot have mental illness. The 50 to $200. <laughs> that ain't for you. You can't earn it. You're not allowed to earn it. So you not you wouldn't sleep with Rachel Dollar, y'all. You don't think she's cute? I don't think she's cute, but that don't mean I ain't got to sleep with a cute girl. I need to sleep with a girl <laughs> with resources. <laughs> I got a girl who work at United Airlines. She wears size 14. It ain't nothing that I'm proud to do, but I got to do it. <laughs> I don't like paying flight changes. <laughs> the flight changes uh, ain't no good. <laughs> Welcome oh, to the God. wonderful world of Corey Holcomb. You didn't put in work with people you don't like that you had to do something with. No, I haven't. I liked everybody I was involved with. <laughs> At that moment, I thought I did. Thank you. At that moment, you took the word right out of my mouth. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't take one for the team. What do you mean you ain't taking one for the team? I never took one for the team. I've never been involved with somebody because of what they could do for me. If that was the case, I would have slapped with you. Look, you you just I didn't, you didn't choose me, and I could take an L, cause like as bad as I wanted you, I'm like, God damn, all right, well, let me call this other mother. <laughs> That's the game. But I'm saying like we all mess with people we really didn't want to mess with because we just was going through that at the time. But that's not that I wanted to mess with the people at the time though. I, I, it was never like, oh, let me just do this. Hey, you're not sitting up here saying that everybody <laughs> that you got with was the one you wanted. At the time, yes. Oh, you poor thing. I'm hopeless like that. <laughs> We've talked about this. You, Man, make you fun. need to hang with me for about three months. I you can make, change your life. You made fun of me for it. <laughs> I'm serious. I can change your life. You won't even think the same no more. What? If you hung with me for about three months, just like really get up under my <laughs> tutelage. And what would that make me, a monster? low price of $50 to $200. It'll just, it'll just make you, it'll open your eyes to a lot of stuff. I'm for real. I'm confident in that. If you uh. ever feel like, I ain't got nothing to lose, go on here and take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you the game. The game is cold. You That's how he, uh. you see how convincing he yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I know you thought about I'm it for a second. About. That's that Chicago. <laughs> you better stop going for everybody you want. Everybody you want can do better than you. Did you know that? <laughs> oh, damn it. Ooh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying a lot of times the people that women want, they can do better than them. That's everybody. I know it's everybody. That's everybody. <laughs> Nobody's exempt from that. No, 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 no. I, I don't mess with people. All the people I want, I know they can't do better than me. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> I, know, I got girls who want to cuss me out, but they need that 200. <laughs> I hang in poverty. Well, I'm useful. So where, where would I hang in order for me to win? Where, where do I need to hang? I, I, I can't say that just off the top of the dome, but I could teach you how to be around <laughs> somebody that is down for you and you down for them. 
Because I think a lot of times you'd be down for that person you with, but they got action elsewhere because they got it like that. No, that's what most women get involved in. That's not specific to me. That's a very, look, she's shaking her head like that. <laughs> that's like most women. <laughs> no, some women know what they're doing. They're just playing the game. Right. But I'm saying like. I you think, think I, I'm, I'm really gullible. And I'm all in. That ain't the word. I think you, um, that, what is that, hopeless romantic? Mm-hmm. I think you believe that, oh, this is going to happen. <laughs> Why the tears come on? <laughs> it's not it going to sadness on that. What people show you is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen, what they show you, not what you want. Well, you know, Corey, I think that's a very interesting point of view, and I do think that that's applicable to some people. But you talking to somebody who was married to somebody for a long time and then in a very long-term relationship. It's not like I've been out there dating every and anybody. It's not I no, was I, I was locked down for a long time. So the people that I was with are people who wanted to be with me because they, you know, they proposed, we got married, they paid for weddings and all kinds of stuff. I ain't never been in the game like that. I don't know what you mean by that. All I'm saying is you're not married now, right? No, I don't. You know what I did? Remember I took time. We talked about this to raise my children, and I wanted that. I don't want no dudes up in my house around my daughter. I get that. I denounce marriage. I don't think marriage is wise for anybody in America. It's, you need a contract. That's what you need. That's what it is. Marriage no, no, no. is a contract. A I- marriage license means the state is in charge of your relationship. You can actually get a contract with the other person and y'all can have things in writing what you expect from each other and what y'all gonna do when you're around each other. What do you say? As far as what? Oh, as that's, that, as what? that's that Puerto marriage. Rican blood. As far as, as Puerto far as, Ricans, when you start talking far. about Puerto, uh, marriage, that's what are you how they get about? marriage. I speak Spanish at this point. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's the worst. Speak, Men I are speak, the worst. I speak Spanish. I believe in marriage. Why, why wouldn't you want to believe in marriage? I've been in some really I good relationships. If you really know, if you really know what happens in marriage, um, I'm telling you, most people with common sense would never get married. Right. If no, that, know, that's, if you know what happens if you marry somebody. Oh, no, I know. That's exact. It took me six years to get divorced. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. It is the easiest thing to that? get. He wouldn't <laughs> sign paperwork. He was avoiding it. Uh, it's the easiest thing to get into, the easiest transaction, and the hardest to well, get I mean, out I of. I guess that's my only, my only, you know, the bad taste about marriage is the contract of it all. Because, if, I mean, marriage under God is something different than marriage under the government. That's that's two different things. And that's what you're talking about mm-hmm. as far as legally. Marriage. Like the emotional and the, you know. Partnership. The partnership is is done, but legally you can't Marriage used to be between man, woman, and church. Yes, yes. Now... They got this thing called a marriage license. Right. Really, they came. This is what happened. The government got involved in the marriage game when they didn't want white people and black people to be married. But they found out how profitable it was to be in the middle yeah. of somebody married. Yeah. So yeah. nowadays, here's the bottom line. When the marriage don't work out, and most of the time it don't, the person who put in the most work, it probably take you anywhere from 10 to 15 years to recover from what's going to happen to you when they get through with you in court, right, especially word. in California. Yeah, word, word. So <laughs> I'm California with you on that. Uh, the government, the, the, the Look the at Mark, Marcus is like, I know he know. <laughs> so California. Like, I was just fresh out that 10 years. And New York. <laughs> California and New York are women's states. Yeah. But like Texas is a man's state, so it also depends on where you It don't you matter what state it is. No, if no. you're willing to set up, then she ain't got no rights to be around the kids or nothing. She's I know a somebody who married <laughs> somebody who was worth fourteen million dollars in Texas, and 
she got no, she didn't marry him. She got pregnant, and she thought that she was going to get. She thought she was getting the bag. She thought she was going to get a lifestyle that was comparable to him. Mm-hmm. In Texas, that judge said, "No, you get this is what it, it takes for this child to live." So her child support payment was like thirteen hundred dollars a month. Oh, okay. Because so it, that's that's, that's more than a, she would have ever got in her life for anything. State. It's a man state. So it wasn't, she thought she was going to get, because in California. So, so you're saying all the baby mamas get your baby mamas in Texas. California is uh, a no-fault state. <laughs> yeah, it's a no-fault state, no, and it's yeah. a woman state. It, so. don't, it don't matter what, what, why y'all broke up, y'all finna chop it up. Right, word up. Yeah, in six months of living together, that you become eligible you gotta, for palimony. You got to put yeah. them pills in her car and call the cops. <laughs> Yeah, you got my yeah, child in the car. Right, right. They the might setup. have your kids laid out in the street, but right. this is all part of the sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, we are live with uh, Corey Holcomb and Alan Maldonado. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. And we want to get uh, some phone calls. So, uh, what's the number, Adrian? I'm so prepared. 310 986 6610. Once again, 310 986. Six six one zero. So if you have a question for Corey Holcomb, some marriage advice you need, Don't whatever do it is, it. Call, call us back. Um, call us when we come back from the break. We'll be taking calls. This is Truth Serum Live. Swear to God. 
see, she'll be home in three. Until then, I look out for the whole family. A true G, that's me blowing like a bubble in the everyday struggle. Here, right here in Hollywood this time, not Las Vegas, but on the Las Vegas Report, we're going to talk to the legendary Mr. James Brown. Yeah. Brown, Brown, Brown. yeah. Freedom of jail clips inserted. A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered. The beginning and end. As far as rap goes, only natural. I explain my plateau and also what defines my name. First it was nasty, but time to change. Ask me now, I'm the artist. For hardcore, my signs for pain. I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame. Saw a fiend shoot up and do lines of cocaine. Saw my close friend shot, flatline of my same. That depends, carry Mac 10s to practice my aim. On rooftops, tape CD covers the trees. Line a barrel up with your weak picture and squeeze. Street scriptures for lost souls, even the crossroads. To the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough. To the big dogs living large, taking it light. Pushing big toys, getting nice, join your life. Bye, 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 bye.
get snappy, hit the corner, hell it can be Brooklyn Expressway on the JFK. And with no delays to step on it, dog corner. These fly artists stated got the paper and the warning. The voice of production, need no introduction. The mighty most step on DJ Hard the production. My jam keep it buzzing, like cash and good nothing. I'm staying for fresh, I ain't no stepping on it. Suddenly I panicked, my voice started to shake So I put my head down and I just walked away I had a bus to catch anyway, it worked out great Got on the bus, put my headphones on and pressed play Cheryl Crow, James Blunt, a motherfucking ace of bass Yo, what can I say, it's just a day in my life I'm up early in the morning, in bed early at night To be productive at work, I gotta be well rested Yeah, motherfucker, you heard what I just said I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker I don't like margarine, I much prefer the taste of butter I'm just a regular, everyday Me 
and my brothers and sisters played hide and seek. I have good memories from my childhood, bitch. My favorite toy was my fucking fire truck, bitch. I used to play with that motherfucker all day long until I learned about sex from the Sears catalog. And then I played with my motherfucker all day long. About ten times a day, man, all year long. My favorite song, motherfucker, I don't like to admit it, is a Celine Dion song from the movie Titanic. Every night in my dreams, I see you. I hear that fucking shit, a tear comes to my eye Why the fuck did Leonardo DiCaprio have to die? No, I'm not afraid to say that I'm a sensitive guy Sticks and stones break my bones, but it's the words that make me cry Like that time in grade three when a girl called me stupid face She really hurt me, why'd she call me stupid face? Is my face stupid? How's that even possible? A person can be stupid, but a face, that's impossible Shit happens all the time and you learn how to deal with it Regular, everyday, normal fucking bullshit I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker When I get into a fight, I usually leave on a stretch I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker When I got nothing to say, I usually talk about the weather I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker I like the first Back to the Future, but the second one was better I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker I like red peppers better than the green ones Ooh, saving up my money to go buy a new dishwasher Mine broke about six months ago Motherfucker Go, go Shorty, it's your birthday. Go party like it's your birthday. I wasn't invited, but it's okay. I'll just stay at home and play some video games. All right, and Corey Holcomb has left the building. The women are safe again. <laughs> it's so funny. Corey makes misogyny sound so sweet. It's so you. I've I've worked with him. I've toured with him, and you see him saying all that stuff on stage, and women still line up after to be like, "Abuse me! I want two hundred dollars." It's amazing. <laughs> It makes me laugh because he's consistent. He's always it's, been. It's been the same. Hey, yeah. Can't fault him for being him. Ooh, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, watch uh, Black Jesus when it comes back. Um, yeah. They just finished uh, re- uh, taping a new season. So make sure you support uh, Corey Holcomb and everybody else that's over there. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it this season too. Oh, you're on this season as well? Yeah. Oh, Alan, Alan is everywhere. That's like his handle is very representative yeah. of yeah. who he is for real. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. So, what's next for you? What are you working on now? That you, what is it that you, um, if you had your choice to do whatever you wanted to do, what would you choose to do? Well, I mean, just expanding my 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 uh, my app. Everything that I'm doing over there with Everybody Digital is what um, the big goal of it all is. You know, creating a network, creating a genre. I mean, creating an industry. Rather for short films and also short form content uh, on the app, you know, creating this world uh, for short films in a Netflix type of way, right. um, like that's the 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 big motivation of everything that I'm doing right now. As I spill over and doing doing some more directing, 
Uh, I just finished doing a, a Google series called God Complex as a director on there. Mm. Um, and I'm directing the secret project right now. That's pretty big. So It ain't my project. No, it's it not. It ain't that it's secret. Not, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. I just saw a trailer for this thing um, for Netflix. And it's a show about a family that owns a flower shop. Oh, really? That's eh. But thought, ours is different. Ours no, no, is totally no. Different. I know. But I thought about yeah. you and I was like, oh, yeah. he, I'm going to see him in an hour. Nah, ours is totally different. And it's, I mean, it's, it's unique because it's built around you and your personality and me knowing you. So that's why I'm not concerned anybody trying to do. Yeah. And, and, and it's a drama. It's not a comedy. Oh, so, oh okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a drama. Yeah, no. no, yours is a comedy. So you're working on... Um, <laughs> You've been working out a lot too, cause you you make sure you let that be known. Yeah, 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 yeah. I try to be try to be as fit as possible. You know what I'm saying? Um, you I'm, did I'm, a boxing project though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, ringside project. Um, but I was boxing way before then. Um, so cause they really get they only gave us like a month to prepare for that for that film. So I was just glad to be in you know in shape and and get ready for that. But um, you know, fitness and being in shape is important to me as far as the overall brand that I'm trying to. Trying to build. Your brand is building. You yeah. are. You have uh, developed a reputation for being somebody that works. Yeah, I work. I work all extremely the time. Hard, extremely hard. You man. work behind the scenes as well as in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. I don't sleep. Like I'm. I'm literally the person. I was like this past week. Last week I was up seventy two hours straight. Wow. Like I don't. I don't play. Like that's one thing that uh, when it comes to everything that I do. Um, is that I won't let anybody outwork me on my standards. Like I would, I won't, I won't sleep. I won't sleep until I get things done. You know, so everything that I do is it has that has that motivation behind it. And uh, you got your own street team. My own street team. Mm-hmm. You walk, you roll around with uh, people who have everybody digital shirts. Yeah, on that's and... my. That, that's not my street team. That's the people that run the company. Like I wouldn't. Oh. Yeah, those are the people that that help. You know, I, I'm not doing this by myself at all. Right. Like I got a team of you know two production production crews. Uh, some I have writers. I have graphic designers. I have a full company on everything that I do. Like on my music company, I got a full. I got 20 producers on that side. Like it's not me at by myself. Mm-hmm. At all, it's an entire. I got you know, fifty people, fifty member team behind me on all and everything that I'm doing from the, the kids foundation to the t-shirt stuff. Like we actually, I just did a deal with TBS with, with um my my clothing company. We're going to be doing custom jackets for uh, the last OG. Oh no, nice. um, we got the the cousin Bobby bomber coming out soon. So uh, it'd be an exclusive thing that I've designed personally. So it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be a cool partnership. I, I want one. I got you. Yeah, you heard I got it. You. Y'all heard it. I got you. <laughs> you I gotta got hold you. these people. I got you. I got you. You just like you got my TV show. I do. Yeah, it's my, yeah, my I know. series. I know. I want. I want a jacket. Though. I think that's dope, though. Merchandising as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a hustler, man. I grew up around nothing but hustlers, so every, that's in me, man. Any, any, any aspect or any avenue that you know we can continue to build on everything that I got going on is what I'm always constantly thinking of. And what can you know branch out? What seeds that have I planted to grow and continue to grow? And things that I've I've connected. How can I connect other things and other people with what I'm doing? So um, that's what I'm very excited and very happy and very blessed to be in the position that I am, uh, you know, from nothing. I came from nothing. I didn't have no connections. I ain't know nobody mm-hmm. in this business. This is all, everything that I built has been off of pure hard work. I stay out the clubs. I stay out of out the way. Anytime you see me, I'm either mm-hmm. working or working. <laughs> working or working out or with my family. Like that's, that's, that's the only time you'll see me. 
Yeah, I saw that you posted your uh, first headshot on uh, the whole first headshot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You looked seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that's crazy. Um, like I could put up a picture of my freshman year in high school and I look like it's my third grade picture. <laughs> I swear to you, like I as, every time I pull it out, I always open it up to the room and to people to guess how old I was or what grade I was in, and nobody can ever guess because it's no way that I. I mean, I, I graduated early. I was in. I was. I was, I think I was twelve in that picture, but still, mm-hmm. I still, I look like I was six. You look like a baby. Yeah, yeah. What's the first job you booked? First paying job you booked? Uh, Friday after next. Mm. Friday after next. That was my first film, my first opportunity. You know, I beat up Ice Cube and Day Day with a pool stick. I had two long <laughs> ponytails in it. That was my first experience in the, in the game. And then after that, I went on to do uh, Young and the Restless. And then, um, uh, yeah, I did the Young and the Restless, and I was only. Guaranteed like three episodes, mm-hmm. but they, they you know, the producer and then uh, loved me so much that I ended up being on there 17. And then the only reason I stopped being on that show is because I got hit by the drunk driver and that ended everything. I had to kind of rebuild. You, you know, got hit by a drunk driver. Yeah, I got hit by a drunk driver walking, walking. It was going 65 miles per hour in a BMW Roadster. Where? Um, right off of Venice Boulevard, right outside of my uh, acting class on Venice and Fulton. Uh, right on the corner, I flew in the air, landed on my face. Uh, my right leg was broke. My spine was curved. Like, oh my, I almost lost my bottom lip. Mm. And, uh, you know, that put a hold to everything. So I had to rebuild, you know, re, you know, redefine everything. And, you know, my testimony to God is that uh, the week that I was able to audition again, I booked three TV, three TV shows in one week. Wow. Yeah, so that was definitely, conf- you know, confirmation that I was going in the right direction. Um you know, from the accident. And that's that's that accident, you know, in two thousand and four is what still powers me to this day because that's why I, I won't go to sleep. Like I won't that's why I work as hard as I do because I I refuse to, you know, leave this earth and look down at myself and say I didn't give everything I didn't give everything in my power to fulfill my dreams. If I can look down and say that I could I could live with whatever happens. Whatever when the dust settles I could live with that. If I did everything in my power to achieve it, you know, that's why I go as hard as I go. And you've been um, booking three TV shows a week ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say, not ever since, but uh, it's been a, it's been a process. It's definitely been a process. It was definitely some, you know, some some big gaps in between. That was 2004. It's 2018. So wow. So yeah, this is this has been a grind. I, I know people are seeing me as of late, you know, but. That wasn't like that was five years after ten years being in the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That things really start to move, and I built a reputation of being a hard worker in this in this entertainment in this industry, and um, just being consistent, being nice, being cool, um, being me. You know what I'm being saying? Authentic. Yeah, and that's that's what's really you know. And now people, you know, I I I, I smile when I hear people bring up my name, and it's it's, it's good things. Like that's, always, that's that's what I I work hard for. You know, that's. That's what I feel. That's the the bigger business of it all because in this game we do long. We have long hours. Right. We whenever you're on a production, you're working 15, 17 hours sometimes with these people for like three months. And if you're not doing that with people that you can enjoy yourself with, that makes it that much harder. Mm-hmm. So if you can find people that are talented, work hard, and also cool to be around, yeah. then you gonna always work. Who is the funniest person you've ever worked with? Ooh. Ooh, the funniest person I've ever ever worked with. It may it may sound a little low low Gerard Butler. As crazy as that sound. 
Gerard wow. Butler. Gerard did the ugly truth with them. People probably didn't see me in the movie because they cut out all my damn scenes. Mm-hmm. I was on a, I was, I worked for like a month on That's that. That's where Catherine Heigl. Yes, right? yes. I saw they, that movie. They cut out his whole storyline. I played one of his best friends in that film. That was my last film when I had braids. It was, it was cool. It was fun. But you know, hanging with Gerard. Gerard is just this funny dude. Like we, we had lunch every day while we was on set. Such a cool. You know, he didn't know me from nobody. But right. we just, we just clicked and we, we hung out every, pretty much every lunch. And just he would just tell me crazy stories. You and your braids. Do you ever see people, younger talent, that reminds you of yourself? Because the reason I say that, really? I was watching Chicago, the the Chicago, the shy. Yeah. And Shuggy, the little brother, reminded me of you. Which one is Shuggy? He's the one that dies. Oh, the one with the, the lo- curly hair? Yeah. I've actually worked with that kid. Yeah, I did was- a movie called Smart Ass. With that kid, I mean, definitely we could resemble. Definitely he could, yeah, we he could play. Like I was a, like, he looks like a young Al. Yeah, he definitely got. He's definitely rocking the hair like I used to rock. Um, I could, I could see that. I could that definitely picture see that. you posted. There was a picture. Yeah, you posted yeah, with the was, afro. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely that kid. Definitely looked like, um, you know, that kid. I could see that definitely. Yeah, he makes me. Um, he reminds me of you. He's t- he's like a hard like. He was like, sit down, let me braid your hair. Right, he's right, trying to right. Be so he's on on the block too. I've been watching. Um, all the shows. How do you feel about this diversity push in Hollywood? There's been a big yeah. movement with the African American community. The yeah. Latin community is still lagging a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Do you think you would ever work in the space uh, and and represent your Latino culture in uh, in Hollywood? Yeah, I've, you- I've done it. Like one, I've I've played like the last movie on um first match that I did. I played Dominican. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've played these different roles, but. Again, people only see me. <laughs> they right. they want to see me as black. But I played many different roles. Uh, I had another series regular for a TV show. Then it, it was a T camp turned into a TV movie. I played Dominican in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played Latin in, in in various various roles. So um, it's just that it doesn't define you know um, my Latino heritage, meaning that being, right. being black and Puerto Rican. And I think. That won't happen until you know I, I present and develop my own series and really tell that side of the story of being biracial and and understanding these two heritages are married together through me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's the proper way to represent it uh, in my eyes. I don't think anybody else is you know me waiting for somebody else to spell that out is you know it's not gonna happen. Do you have any uh, Puerto Rican brothers and sisters, or is it just no, you? no? It's just me. It's okay. just me. Yeah, my sisters, my older two older sisters have a. Uh, uh, they have the same father, but different father for their minds. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's how I am. I'm the only one. And I, I wanted to address this because I said I was going to talk about it before the first break was about yeah. being Puerto Rican and Dominican. People always troll me and say, "Why don't you ever claim your Dominican blood?" Yeah, and I always joke and I'll say, "Cause my father left me, you know, and so I don't. He doesn't get to claim me." But the right. truth is, is there's a little hate in there. There's a little uh. self hate in there, uh. and um, it's because I didn't grow up Dominican. I grew up. Puerto Rican, grew up with a Puerto Rican family, eating Puerto Rican food, listening. And I think the Dominican culture is beautiful. It's mm. it's different than, yeah, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans are not the same. We all eat fried bananas. Right. But right. we're not exactly the same. Culturally, there are some differences. There's a lot of um, French um, influence in the Dominican Republic because the Haiti is on the other yeah. side. Um, and in any way, so the I don't di- disown the fact that I'm Dominican. <laughs> I'm very proud of my everything that makes me who I am. Right. It's just that culturally, I really grew up as a strong Puerto Rican. Right. I mean, and that's the same thing with me. Like I grew up around you know my black culture. Like my mother's mm-hmm. from the South. Like yeah. you know from Alabama. Like that's the South. You know what I'm saying? Like I have uncles that you know 
share stories about segregation and and that's and that's a deeper it's deeper than just reading it in a book because I have to look into this these these men's eyes and see the pain when they tell these stories you know of segregation and being black in the south and and like my mother walked out when Martin Luther walked out of her school when Martin Luther King got shot like these are the stories that I've heard so I'm well versed in 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 my black history and that's the culture that I was brought up on and you know it wasn't until after my father passed that I began going to New York for the summers periodically and began to you know start to be informed about my Puerto Rican culture but I mean that's the balance like I've I grew up in my black culture so I know more about that side than the other you know Uh so that's the only difference that's the only difference for me I I can share that same yeah you know understanding being that this is what I grew up in you know I was surrounded and that's all the information I was fed as a kid yeah and I grew up around Dominicans I just didn't grow up Dominican I grew up and it's so funny because the the music is different Puerto Ricans listen to salsa Dominicans listen to merengue yeah and um and but they everybody listens to everything but it's just it, it you get so caught up in that Puerto Ricans are so they're like a cult everything is about being Puerto Rican because we got to oh, fight yeah. for our yeah. culture and this you know we are we are America's stepchild so every yeah. Puerto Rican even the ones in New York they always got the flag because it's so important to show people that I am a legitimate Puerto Rican and right. that and whereas. Nobody else has to really do that because, right. you know, it, it just, it's just strange. You don't see Mexican people <laughs> rolling around with Mexican flags. Like, some of them do, but, but not like Yeah, I was about to say, some of them do. Some Everybody's do. Puerto Rican uncle got a tattoo yeah. of a Puerto I Rican mean, flag on but it, but that's that. But that reminds me of uh, the Mexicans that live in New York. Yes. Because they have, they block, and they, they flag is painted on the block. Like, yeah. in Harlem, like, the half of the block is the flag is red, <laughs> white, yeah. and green. When you walk up that block, now that block has expanded if you've been in New York lately. But when I was going as a going as a kid, like the Mexicans had that one block, and when on that block, you knew you was rolling through the block where all the Mexicans live because literally the street was painted red, white, and green. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> everybody, and you know, everybody's got to fight for their right their culture in mm-hmm. this country where we can't just be allowed to be who we are because you know it gets a little old. So now you have you are you going back to Blackish? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like uh, I'm not on there anymore. I don't watch the show, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm on there periodically. I'm on there periodically when my schedule allows it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all upon the writers. I mean, that's one thing in, in as far as in the writer's room and being on that side of the fence and, you know, understanding when you have to deal with people's schedule and all this other thing, it's easier to write people out. <laughs> so yeah. it's, like, it's easy to be like, oh, this is too much trouble. Like, you uh-huh. know, especially for, you know, one, my particular character on there. Uh, but I love being on that show. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it, I attest um, a lot of the things that I'm doing now because of that show brought a right. lot of attention to who I am, and it really, you know, you know, showcased me on a consistent basis to the, to the you know to the nation to the world, and you know, it's a, I you know it's one of those iconic shows that it's, is really it's slowly becoming yeah, absolutely yeah that you know to be a part of it and it, the, just the way that I've been on there for the past since the first season for the past mm-hmm. four seasons is is a blessing and. It's it's done incredible things, so I would love to continue to be on there. It's not a, it's not in my contract not to be. Mm-hmm. That's how, and that's how <laughs> he keeps jobs. You, you see that saying? the politics? It's so funny. It's like the room just came back down to the comments <laughs> when Corey was in here. It's like the little kid that had that hadn't taken his Ritalin was in here, and it's like ah, ah fuck hoes, hoes and bitches, come get this money, suck this dick, ah, and then it's. 
he gets out of the room and it's like it, everything, everything it just, cooled down. It's not hot down. anymore. Yeah, everything yeah. just came back to a conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I love when he comes around because, you know, that we have this dynamic in our relationship that is he's always ah! and I'm always like, all right, Corey, like even on the road. <laughs> like, it was so fun. He would always diss me after he would come up because I would go on stage and be empowering yeah, to women. And yeah, he'd get yeah. on and he'd be like, fuck all that shit. I that's not real. You can't win, bitch. And it's, like, <laughs> it's the, the reality of who he is. It's so funny. So if you have a chance to uh, check him out, make sure you watch yeah, no, he's Listen hilarious. to him all. Hilarious. Months. You got to do the show because when you do that show, you... Uh, oh, Corey's show? Okay. Yeah, yeah, when you leave out of there, you want to go take a shower. <laughs> it's like... I be, I, I don't know because I'm not going to go to that. I'm not going to get amped you know like that. I don't respond. Yeah, I'm not going to no, get I amped like I, that. I don't yeah, close to yeah. it. I stay consistent. Yeah, I'll be still smooth with it. Like, but when I you can't. watch the, the, oh, the chat feeds, room... Oh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they go, they go hard. They go, it's so funny. And then he's just used to it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're like, Corey, you fat. And he's like, yeah, okay. You know, it's right, just like, right, and then, right, right. I read it and I was like, you know, they like I, the consistent joke with me was like, what basketball team do I play for? Because I'm tall. Right. <laughs> and they were like, oh, it can get so much more worse than that. <laughs> like, you should be so right, thankful. Kept, right, right, right. They went light. Uh, they, one of them was like, is she a man? And oh, like, that's ridiculous! Oh, here we go. Yeah, and, that's a right. stretch. Now, was, now they're just throwing everything out. But it yeah. was it was hilarious though. Right. So we are um, we we usually have designed this moment to do drinks, um, and we're gonna start doing that for the next because this is a happy hour show. Oh, this is the happy hour show, and Uh-oh. we're gonna um, do it. The uh, Adrian came up with it, and it's a uh oh, Adrian's do, an alcoholic. That's who. <laughs> Alcoholic, but it you. makes everything more fun. Okay, all right now. All right, a drinker. Now. So what we do is uh, we ask questions, uncomfortable questions, oh, and then you drink and drink and drink. And so you drink if you don't want to answer it, or you answer it and you drink. That just sounds like no win. Well, the game was actually two truths and a lie. Oh, two truths and a lie. Ah, theme. okay. So yeah, you have to you have to guess what, what is the what one is lie, lie is and what is wrong, the truth. Oh. So let's play it anyway without oh, the alcohol. Oh man, this is tough, man. This is oh, this is tough, man. Let's let's Aww. let's do it. Let's, let's start with do our it. Guest. Let's do it. Oh, oh, y'all start with me. No, y'all start. I'm, I'm gonna watch. I'm observing, and I gotta get the get the feel of the game. <laughs> Go ahead, kick it off. Kick it off. Okay. Um, I'm a personal assistant. I'm a three-time spelling bee champ. Hmm. video games you you play video games is the lie <laughs> you did this right you right right you it. just told her you just i wasn't ready i wasn't ready <laughs> uh and, and i play video games no <laughs> um okay so i'll go next okay um, okay um i shared baklava with muhammad ali mm. um i uh i once met uh, michael jordan uh, when he was cheating on his wife with a white girl, mm. and um, I had sex in the Red Sea. You had sex in the Red Sea. I think the baklava with Ali is the lie. Nope, I had sex in the, the Red, Red Sea. sea. <laughs> it's a lie. Wow, yep, that's, I, I, I got that. Oh, okay, all right. 
right. Uh, I actually played a uh, Marvel villain in a film. Um, I am a uh, uh, a black belt, and um, I am a former Boy Scout. I think the black belt's a lie. A black belt in what? What? A black belt in karate. Um, <laughs> I think I don't so think you convincing. were a boy. I don't think you were a boy scout. I, I don't. I don't know any karate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was a boy scout. I was almost eagle. Uh-oh. I was almost eagle. I was almost eagle. It's on you, Darren. I have to participate, huh? <laughs> yes, we have to force you in. Uh oh, uh oh! I think Corey, Corey got okay. out. <laughs> Corey he said that out. like Corey escaped. Uh oh, Corey <laughs> he's, escaped. He's out again. Um. I worked on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, I ran a pizzeria, and uh, I do a show here. <laughs> you ran a pizzeria. Worked on the New York Stock Exchange. Pizzeria. The one is I have a show here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not, your I, lie. Thought y'all, I thought I was leading off y'all expertise. <laughs> no, because I thought somebody, I thought he did do a show here. Honestly. No, I don't. Uh, I was leaning on y'all expertise. I was like, since y'all, I thought y'all would knew that, would have known that. <laughs> wow. It's uh, 6.57, so 657. we want to plug what you're doing and how oh, people can yes, find you. Yes, plug your yes, app. Man, everybody, please, please download everybody. Digital is for free on Apple or Google Play. Um, you can follow me at uh, Maldonado is everywhere, M-A-L-D-O-N-A-D-O is everywhere, and uh, yeah, check out. I got my next Lasso G comes on every Tuesday, and then I'm in the uh, new Superfly coming out June 15th. Darren, uh, you can hit me at uh, D Nelly Radio, and uh, don't have much going on, but uh, check me out there for any radio information about Dash or anything like that. You're here on Mondays, Adrian. Uh, Adrian M W A D R I E N N E M W on uh, Instagram, and uh, just. Managing these lives, keeping everyone's uh, personal life straight. <laughs> she keeps me together. I don't know what I would do without her. Um, I am uh, Saturday. You can catch me at um, in San Antonio. Go to funnyida.com so that you can get information on the Every Woman Tour. And Sunday, I'm at the Hollywood Improv Lab for a Mother's Day show with some amazingly talented women. So this weekend, I'm working with all women. April Macy and Emma Wilman on Saturday and Sunday. I'm working with uh, Felicia Michaels, Angelina Spicer. Um, who else is on that show? Adrian. Uh, it's Paula Bell. Yes, I love Paula Bell. And Takara Williams. Follow me at Funny Ida, A-I-D-A, on all social media. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Ida, A-I-D-A dot Rodriguez. Somebody stole my funny Ida. And um, <laughs> come back to us next week. Um, my I'll say it for you this week will be, um, ladies, you are perfect. You are beautiful. As Mother Day, Mother's Day approaches, um, I want to send a shout out to your mothers. Stop determining your beauty and your worth and your value by social media and what you see 
with all of these women who are not even real. If you took a look at them in real life, you would understand that a lot of that airbrushing and uh, Botox and fillers are not what make a woman. What makes a woman is from the inside out. So I hope you're celebrating yourself and understanding that your beauty truly comes from within. And don't let something that's not real become your measuring stick for what is. Ida Rodriguez, I'll say it for you. This has been Truth Serum. Thank you for tuning in. Island Maldonado, thank you for thank coming you. out. Thank you, you can watch him on The Last OG on Tuesdays. And keep an eye out for him because he's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and we are out. Bitch, that track, catch a date and come and pay the kid. Look, baby, this is simple. You can't see. You fucking with me. You fucking with a P-I-M-P. Let's fuck the baby. Come from practically nothing to being able to have any fucking thing that we wanted. Let's fuck the baby. One of them's never been through shit in their lives. Sitting, they cry at night. Wishing they die. Let's fuck the baby. Come from practically nothing to being able to have any fucking thing that we wanted.